A malodorous mist hung low over Highland Heap as a few of the denizens of the snooky capital began to stir from their Jaeger-fueled slumber. It was quite early by snooky standards, and most who had risen only did so to enjoy a morning cigarette before returning to their huts to sleep through the remainder of the morning. Overboss Danielle, however, was packing a beach bag for travel. Ah, right. You got your Aquanet, your backup bump it, your traveling lipstick, you're flirting with Dassey lipstick, you're fighting off mutants in the Dreadalines lipstick, and vodka. I think that covers the bare necessities. And with that, she emerged from her domicile and made her way through the settlement. Hey, Overboss! You still got one of them fancy big lighters they gave us at the Rooster's Party Favors? Mine's all used up. Already? Angie, that was like two days ago. It was three, and I had a very stressful week. You know Lil Polly got into it with my cousin, right? Which cousin? The predicament. Should I guessed. So, the predicament is minding his own business, deadlifting the front side of a Toyota to sell. I get this. Lil Polly calls out, Hey, bro! You need a spot? You look like your veins are gonna pop out your neck over there. Oh, no. Come on, little Polly. I know. And you know the predicament. He takes pride in the gun show, and you should never even talk to him during his GTL routine. No, no, he gets so irritable. Especially when someone critiques his technique, his form. I mean, uh, who is Little Pooley to judge anybody for working out? I mean, Little Pooley is <laughs> Lil. I know. I have bigger tampons. Anyway. <laughs> itch, itch. I hate to cut this short, but I got somewhere to be. Oh. I'm sorry, Miss Big Shot Overboss. You're too busy for someone who's been like a sister to you your whole life? <laughs> okay. Angie, you only moved here last year after you got rejected at Bachelor's Bay. <laughs> Don't think it's going unnoticed what you've been up to. People say, and people talk. What are you talking about? I spent ten minutes in the smush hut with some jackass out of Knoxville who said he was an Uber peddler. We had a smoke, they got to talking, and it turns out he peddled an Uber for you. So? Taking an Uber ain't a crime. It is if you ask a driver to take you over the bridge to Soderbergh. Angie, I am the overboss. I decide what's a crime. I'm trying to make the real isle a better place. And lately, that means I gotta step out of the heap a few times. I'm just saying. People are talking. Anyway, I gotta go. You got that big lighter or what? Eh. Atta girl. Making the real isle a better place already. Angie lit her cigarette and sauntered away. Danielle stared after her for a moment. Before trudging north to just outside the borders of the settlement, she cupped her hands round her mouth and tilted her head toward the grey statin skies. Uber! Uber! I need a Uber! Hey, you called an Uber? Where you heading? I gotta go across the bridge. Oh, I gotta charge surge prices for that. Not a problem. And if you make sure to keep your trap short about where I'm headed, I'll make sure you get five stars and a nice big tip on top of that. 
Hey, it's a deal. My hand to Chrisley, I won't say a word to nobody. Happen! The overboss took a seat behind the peddler. So, what do you got going on across the bridge, huh? Business, pleasure... Business, and none are yours. As the pedicab took to the dirt road heading east, Danielle slipped the vodka out of her beach bag and took a fortifying swig. (sighs) The conversation with Angie had proven unsettling, but whatever issues it might presage on the real isle were nothing next to the dangers she would soon face as she joined the Fellowship of Fiveborough to forge a path into the dreadolands of the hardened state. <laughs>